Welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting. Today, we're going to be talking about how you should be putting your family first, your kids first, and how important it is. So the big question is this. How are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. So welcome. I'm super excited about today's topic, and I'm going to share with you why. Number one, I am a huge uh, football fan, and for those of you who uh, are fans yourself, uh, I uh, get geeked out on uh, NFL Network and a football life. And just this morning, I had one recording, and it was the story of Bill Cower, the former Pittsburgh Steelers head coach, and his football life. And sometimes I question. Uh, as I always talk about, hey, you should be putting your kids first. I literally just came from a lunch with my son at his school. And I, I put a lot of energy and rearranged my schedule to make sure I'm at all of his events and all these things. And I'm a busy guy. And I know each and every single one of you out there are super busy also. And, 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 I, and I often challenge dads to rearrange their schedule and put their family first because at the end of the day, the only thing we really have in this world are our relationships. And then I watched Bill Cower and his opening line in his football life. And if you guys want to go back and watch it, you'll see what I mean. He literally says, uh, my football life is, is as much about my family as it is about football. And he starts, they, they interview his daughters and they've interviewed his daughters throughout their life. And it, it, they're actually, they grew up in the same home and you see their daughters at different ages, the same exact spot where they're interviewing them when they're, you know, nine and 11 and then, you know, you know, 13 and, and 15 and, and you just see the evolution of his kids. And one of the clips was two of his daughters saying you know is that as busy as my father was he was at every single one of our high school basketball games as his daughters played basketball she goes i think he may have missed one but he would rearrange his coaching schedule in the nfl uh the day after the super bowl win he was at his daughter's basketball game and he's and he said to her she goes the biggest thing i remember after my win he goes you know yesterday's was a big win but this one was huge meaning his daughter's win of her basketball game to him was bigger than winning the super bowl now what impact is that on his daughters to this day they have an amazing relationship with their father they know that they were number one or super important to their father, even though his father had uh, uh, the responsibility of an NFL franchise on his shoulders for 15 years. He had uh, the responsibility of 53 young men in the form of players, uh, the, the responsibility of his entire coaching staff, media uh, responsibilities, and everything that encompasses being the head coach of a professional football team 
So I'll challenge you as a, as a father or as a parent, if you're a mom listening, I'll challenge you to think, because I know that the immediate thought, well, well, he has the money, right? Um, because of the money, a lot of those coaches don't put family first. Oh, man, I have this huge responsibility to all these people, and, and my family can suffer. But as you see him, and he talks about his football life, and pretty much the second half of this hour-long episode was literally talking about him and his family. Um, his wife had passed away, uh, but his relationship with his three daughters is absolutely amazing. He has a new wife in his life, and she's accepted into the family because he always, despite his numerous commitments uh, in his profession, always put his family first. His family was always at the game supporting him. He says the backbone of his success, even though he had all these young men in his life, were his four girls, his wife, and his three daughters. That's a true testament of what it is, in my opinion, to be a father. Being present, letting the kids know how important they are to you through your actions, not just through your words, through your actions and time spent with them. Uh, one of the things I always say is time to, or, or love to children is spelled T-I-M-E. So find the time to have conversations with your little ones. And as they grow older, find time to spend with them and take interest in their interests. His daughter's interests were competitive basketball and sports. Uh, he just happened to be a coach, um, but he took an interest in it. She said, you know, dad would always come and kind of like coach us. He's a, he's a coach of an NFL football team. He understands the, the mindset it takes for an athlete to be successful. And he never meddled or overstepped his boundaries, but he was always there with this helping hand or the supportive words um, as a coach. But he couldn't have that if he wasn't there. He wouldn't have the respect of his daughters if they told him what happened in a game. And he was like, well, you could do this or that. Well, Dad, you weren't there. You didn't see it. How can I value your opinion? And that's what happens, I think, all too often. And listen, he, he had the same reasons not to show up as, as many of us do. And you could have reasons right or you could have results and i think bill cower got results you, you but you can't have both right you can't sit there and have a bunch of excuses and justifications and then wonder why you don't have a relationship with your child as your child grows up i'll leave you with this thought um a good friend of mine who has an amazing relationship with her adult children um shared a story with me one time she said her son came over when he was about three years old, uh, interrupted a conversation she was having with another adult. She basically said, hey, I'm having a conversation. How do, you, how do you say, well, excuse me? And then she acknowledged, and then the kid went on and on and on and on and on, and she asked him questions, and he was just showing her you know, a, a toy or something he had picked up or something he was playing with, and he talked and he talked and he talked, and she kept answering his questions and doing his things, and then he was satisfied after about five minutes, and he walked away. And her girlfriend says, why do you do that? 
And her response was very simple. She goes, if I don't take an interest in what he is sharing with me at this age, why would I think he'd want to talk to me when he's a teenager and really I need him to be talking to me? And she said a light bulb went off in her friend's mind and was like, wow, I never thought of it. Because too often a little one will interrupt us as adults and we say, two adults are talking. You know, you know you shouldn't be interrupting adults. And if that sounds like something you heard growing up or something that you've repeated as a parent, I'll encourage you to stop what you're doing. Have that conversation with that little one because their attention span is short. And they'll share with you what they want to share with you and they'll be all into it. And then they're going to go about their business. But if they hear no or don't interrupt me enough times, there's going to come a time where you really desire them coming to you. But just know you've implanted a seed in them that has grown into, um, I can't bother mom or dad. And those are not the seeds that we want growing in, inside of our kids. We, we want the seeds where they say, wow, no matter what's going on with mom and dad, they always stop and listen and hear what I have to say. So put family first. Things, jobs, other priorities can be reprioritized. Um, but our relationships with our children and with our significant others are of the utmost importance. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at be the dad you wish you had.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.